Hardest oh, Bomberman, man. Bomber man. Bomber man. Bomber man. <laughs> Off the radio podcast with Shegel and OC. Welcome to another episode of Off the Radio. My name is Shego alongside OC. And we are back, obviously. Yes, it's been a uh, while. It's been a while. First of all, let me apologize again. This is like the 10th time I'm doing this since last year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the, 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 the constant stopping and starting, obviously. We're in, we're in a pandemic, so people should understand. Uh-huh. You know, we, we decided that, look, instead of doing it via Skype, where we have all these lags and network issues, We'll try and get in the studio together and do mm-hmm, it. And mm-hmm, obviously, mm-hmm. social distancing is so key. And I finally found a studio that kind of supports that. So, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, let's get into it. Mm-hmm. First of all, um, before we get into all the stuff we need to talk about, being radio presenters ourselves, it's only right for us to start the show uh, with a proper, proper, proper tribute to the one and only Dan Foster. The big dog. The big dog. Um, who sadly passed away um, according to reports uh, due to complications of COVID-19 yeah. um, very sad stuff I heard that on my way to work the other day and I was I basically froze driving I know, I and, know. Um, I, personally I, I never met him or anything but I listened to him uh, on, on the mornings um, at um, the radio cool. station at work Cool FM yeah Cool FM yeah. and he basically like he was when you say on air personality I think no one embodied that as much as Dan Foster did in terms of all the different things he was doing on radio, it was so much fun. I know. I so, know. Um, um, you 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 met him a few times. Oh yeah, he was um, working for us um, for uh, the sister station to the radio station I work with. That's yeah. Classic FM, and uh, you know he used to stroll to the studio and and make fun of the Migos, saying he doesn't understand, uh, you know, anything that they're saying. Then he always wanted, he always constantly wanted to say, oh, so what songs are popping right now? That oh, then you know, he just take us, uh, take me like way back to when you know it's time on Cool FM and everything. So yeah. it was it was very surreal having him you know around the studio and he's saying stuff to you like oh you're doing an amazing job that he listens or uh, you know sometimes because he was a very huge part uh you know of my growing up me trying to get on the radio that you know back in the day because uh, there was something about dan foster he embodied personality uh, because you could just listen to him on the radio and you could hear that energy you could hear his smile mm. and he just and you know then when he was painting pictures as regards how he joined the marines how he had a kid uh, you know how he came to nigeria yeah then he tried to learn yoruba and everything so it was then then he kicked off the uh, praise jam then it was weird you know hearing hearing him on you know uh, Monday to Friday then on Sunday then he's so in into uh, the gospel thing then he translated that from you know just being a radio show to being uh, you know a series of concerts as well so um he could paint pictures and I could sit there and I could just I, you know in my head I could actually just imagine the things he was talking about so yeah. he was um, you know aside um, you know Dan Foster there were a bunch of other radio personalities that you know brought it for me but I think Dan just elevated it to the next level yeah. and he gave us that springboard that opportunity for us to also become uh, have that superstar status as well uh, because people just um, looked at him different then he would talk about you know um, the cool cafe he would talk about chocolate royale then you know he would talk about cool link uh he, he would do the cool candid phone at 7 30 so he will he will be missed man so he will, um, will. He will be missed will be um missed, just the morning shows for me um unfortunately i didn't never met the guy but um you know i mean i listened to this guy and you know you could tell with so many honor personalities i hate that word by the way so many radio presenters about um you could you could see bits of inspiration from dan foster there's so many things he brought on radio that we the radio there was just, you know, people really cared about the music, not so much the guy talking, uh, but people like Dan Foster kind of, you know, changed that narrative and it became more of trying to know the personality behind the mic. 
and stuff like that. So he will be missed. Our thoughts and prayers going out to his family, his wife, his daughters. They're so young. It's going to be so tough for them, but uh, hopefully, you know, they find strength um, from family and friends around them. And again, COVID-19 is real. In case you're still thinking it's malaria that is just on a crazy pee, it's covid there's no cure. People only go treat the symptoms at these isolation centers. There's no guarantees on anything. You being young doesn't mean you automatically get a pass. The young people in the teens, babies, all sorts of ages have passed away from this thing. So please, guys, stay safe and always, 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 as much as you can, social distance as much as possible. Anyway, all right, let's uh, get into it. Uh, so a few things happened over the course of the week. I'm going to start with um, our brothers in the abroad, uh, in the Middle East. Yeah, the one and only Hush Daddy. Ijaya, number one. Hush Puppy. So he got arrested, uh, yeah, with a bunch of other people. And uh, yeah, you know, a bunch of, uh, you know, my, my problem is uh, everybody just came out to say, oh, yes, um, thank God he's been arrested, our fraud, and blah, blah, blah. But uh, in my mind, I was like, you know, when he was on Instagram and stuff, you know, you guys were really not saying anything. And everybody was just looking. Just, but just bless your boy. <laughs> yeah. So by the end of the day, man, you know it is what it is. Um, aside from Oshpopi being arrested, there were um, like six or seven other people that were declaring. Yeah, there's a few of them. Mr. Woodbury. Yeah. You yeah. know. Um, and there's uh, Sean Chisa. Yeah. Or Sean Escaper. Why do they have really weird? These and names, funny names are man. just. I think they should get double handcuffed for the names, apart from <laughs> the crimes. They put another handcuff <laughs> for the names because plain ridiculous. Um, the Oshpopi one is quite interesting because uh, over the years there's been so many stories about this guy. Started out in Malaysia where you know they pretty much all went to when that that was like the place that could you know cash out and then I, I think he jilted some of his friends then moved around Europe then finally settled in Dubai and you know he really became the guy you know um, from having that um, buying bottles competition with David Doe at Quillox where he spent 11.5 million naira. do you remember? Oh, yeah, I did. I yeah, did. and then David O had some boys threatening Hush Puppy, and then some guy called Bruji settled it. The matter is settled. They are my boys. So I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> and then, you know, over the years, he's just gone to be this menace on online, calling out our artists for saying they're broke. It's way fake stuff. I think the one that killed me was just a video that he did, and it was like, oh, I never travel in the same car with my luggage. He said, I remember he landed at the airport, <laughs> and then one of the, you know, these people are like, sir, it, Landon in Paris. Yeah. And then one of them, we're going to play the clip. In fact, yeah. they drop a clip of him talking about the bags now. Yeah. My luggage is in another Rolls Royce. And I'm in another Rolls Royce. Private jet's point of view. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. Nigeria pastors moved. Anyway, so yeah, there he goes. He said, are the bags in the Bentley? Yes, sir, the bags are there in the Bentley. Good. I don't sit in the same car with, with my, my luggages. luggages. Thank you, yeah. Lord. Thank you, Father. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, and then anytime he buys something, it's so funny because I used to watch his videos out of curiosity. I'll, I'll see this guy buying something. He'll be like, oh, thank you so much. Oh, wow. Mm. Shashari. It's a Shashari. Don't kill, <laughs> Don't kill me. Don't kill me, man. But yeah, was, well, yeah, there was this, what, what's there, the story on um, 
him is it going to be uh, we don't what, even know gonna what's going to remain in Dubai he's going to yeah, come to Nigeria no, we've, uh, we've heard the Dubai authorities actually come out to say um, stuff like he you know they're also looking at um, some things that he actually did in the UAE so I think it's let's just say he's in for the long haul actually mm. so hey it is what it is though. I mean he's bald enough for a lifetime so uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the time to pay do the time for the crime I know right uh, so, but you also uh, some guys recently in Nigeria FBI released six photos yep, of different yep, guys there's yep. a guy there I know uh, the Abiola Coyote one. So how do you know this guy? Wait now, let me explain. Okay. I don't know personally. Please disclaimer. <laughs> FBI, Interpol, please. I don't know him. Um, I he's one of these you know nighttime guys. You know okay. the the nightlife. Yeah. You know, we're talking nightlife like guys at clubs. All those times we used to go out back then. I know. So so my you know, my own issue right now. I don't know if he's old age for me though. But I, I'm thinking that you know maybe if I meet him I'll probably you know just recognize him or yeah. anything. Yeah. So if you said uh, if you're saying that he's one of like nightlife guys or anything, but hey, um, then um, the U.S. State Department came out with a statement as well. The FBI, you came out with your statements as well. So if you have the feds hot on your tail, man, just know that it's that it's next level shit right it there, is, man. I mean, it is. FBI, bro, that's not to play with. <laughs> you don't want the feds. The feds, you do not want the feds on your ass. So, so hey. that is a very unfortunate situation. Now, I there's this thing I've, I've noticed about, unfortunately, some Nollywood Europa actresses always in the comments of these Yahoo boys right bigger you I pray <laughs> bigger you bigger I pray, you I pray. Yeah. IJN in Jesus name GGMUV <laughs> and I'm like bro what do you draw the line this is embarrassing are you trying to say are you trying to support the rumor that goes around and says look Nollywood actresses are kind of funded by Yahoo boys not yeah. all of them most of them what do you oh, think I don't know man because I don't even watch half of those movies <laughs> but yeah so uh, but, you know let's just say our society is just multi-layered mm. across you know every fa- you know at, across you know every 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 stage and whatever uh, because at the same time and it's like we have a different kind of audience on Instagram and a different kind of audience on Twitter as well mm. uh, because on Twitter you see people just having really really deep and nuanced conversations and everything then on Instagram you know and somebody will just post something and you look in the comment se- section and it's more it's, it's every you, you know and <laughs> so it seems boy. like it's like two different worlds or anything yeah. so hey it is crazy uh, look uh, what else do we need to touch on? This is a very short one we're doing, by the yep, way. Yep, uh, we're yep. We're going to also talk about the recent video put out by Hollywood celebs. Which one? The I Take Responsibility video. Have you seen that one? I've not, I've not seen that one. All right, Fifi's going to play that clip right now. Okay. I Take Responsibility. I Take Responsibility. And killer cops must be prosecuted. They are murderers. We can turn the tide. It is time to take responsibility, call out hate, step up, and take action. What is his voice? What in the holly? What the fuck is that? That's acting. <laughs> yeah. See my problem. So yeah, that's the clip right there. You see, you see my problem. We'll see my, your problem thoughts. Is, my problem is, you know, um, I think we live in a very PC world now where um, if something is going on and somebody mm. has just said something about it, you know, um, you can start getting attacked by saying, okay, the fact that you're keeping silent about it means that, uh, you know, you're supporting it. But I feel like, you know, um, when it comes to race issues, especially in America, mm. it's very multi-layered and it's not something that a couple protests and, um, you know, burning down business is going to solve. So it needs, uh, people need to sit down 
People need to identify what the issues are. And take responsibility. <laughs> People need to identify what the issues are and, you know, start to figure out ways to actually just, um, you know, find solutions. Because That is what we when, want. Yeah, because when you look at solutions. countries where, like Germany, like Norway, uh, where you see that, okay, when um, the amount of people that the police has killed in maybe like five, six, seven years, and you see them in, you know, um, double digits or single digits, uh, looking at the way uh, the police officers are trained and yeah. everything. Then I was watching, I was watching the, the 13th Amendment on um, Netflix. So it gave me a deeper insight as regards, um, you know, the rise of um, uh, mass incarcerations in America. Yeah. Uh, you know, from uh, Richard Nixon running as the law and all the presidents to uh, George W., uh, you know, from George, um, no, to Ronald Reagan, from Ronald Reagan to uh, George W., from uh, George W. to, um, what's the court right now, uh, to... Um, from George H.W. rather uh, to Bill Clinton that came with the crime bill and you know seeing what we um, you know seeing what we're seeing right now so I just believe that you know we need to not step back and say okay we need to because when you look at the UK for example uh, the police will come and you know they're coming with sticks so you know you're not going to shoot anybody mm. you might get a couple cocos on your head from you know <laughs> flogging here and there but you know at least you're alive mm. you understand so I feel because my issue is if I'm a police officer and um, say I stop Hush puppy, for instance. Mm. I step out to your car, you know, license and registration, and your papers check out or anything. Oh, you know, I pulled you over. Okay, I think you have a busted tail light or something. At least get, you know, I'll write you a ticket. Busted make sure. Tail light on my roast rice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. so. Yeah. So um, I'll write you a ticket, but please um, have that checked out. Yeah. Have a great day. Yeah. So um, yeah, so I think there's a problem when a police officer is working towards a car and his hand is on his gun already. You guess it's a black person. So it's it's so I think you know we need to start to address how how the world looks at black people. Yeah. You understand? And you know, I've said this over time that and the kind of images that we portray, because when I was growing up and everything, I won't lie, and when I used to watch like, you know, um uh, movies and hip hop videos, I thought it was a cool thing to, you know, sag, uh, you know, to have guns, uh, you know, to slap women on their butts and everything, to just ha- to act all gangster and stuff. So We've successfully added to that um, field that um, stereotype as well because when we because we are the ones that can tell our stories yeah so at the end of the day if we're still feeding into that stereotype of black people are dangerous uh, black people are thugs or anything at the end of the day because um people now grow up having that at their back at the back of their minds i'm not saying okay we are the cause of the problem but we should not also feel that stereotype as well so when a kid you know grows up and his mom is telling him oh black people are dangerous and blah 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 he's watching hip-hop videos he's seeing all the stereotype that the media is pushing out there and everything then um he becomes a cop or or whatever that's that's that that's um you know unconscious bias is there already Mm. so he doesn't see a white guy as a a threat but the minute he sees a black guy already he's like oh my hands on on my gun i'm fearing for my life and blah 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 so at the end of the day man i feel like you know um yeah it's great for us to pour out to the streets it's great uh, to let our voices be heard but i think we now need to like you know sit down and figure out what do we think the issues are and i keep saying this every time that the only way to actually solve um you know um things like systemic racism and a bunch of other um you know issues that are plaguing our society is actually to try to change systems from inside yeah so we need more black people on the police force we need more black people being police chiefs we need more black people in the senate we need more black people in congress we need more black people in areas that they can be able to 
um, get things done. Because at the end of the day, though, when you have these people, these people know what the issues are. These people know what to do to be able to solve these issues. So because at the end of the day, a Chinese man cannot come to my country to tell me what my issues are. You don't understand my language. You, you don't understand. Stupid. You <laughs> stupid. <laughs> you don't understand what the culture is about. And you don't even understand what my pain is. So I just feel like so we need to we need to be part of what is yeah. going to bring about the change. As well. Shouldn't it just be something we're seeing? Like here's my thoughts on the whole thing. First of all, that video that is an embarrassment. <laughs> Everyone in that should cover their heads in shame, especially Aaron Paul, aka yeah. Jesse Pickman. I, I just I, said I, I kill cops, a murderer's <laughs> bitch. <laughs> just said bitch. Now let us know you're yeah, breaking bad because yeah. I don't know what that was about. Here's my problem with videos like that. I feel they are just what they are. Full stop. Nothing is being done in terms of actions to back these words. You're okay. You set up a, a website. I, I take responsibility.org. What the fuck does that even mean? Are you actually going to go out there and you know try to do things? Are you donating to charities, etc? Let us see receipts. And this is not a thing of oh, uh, most celebs don't put their business out there. I get that, but with this particular struggle, I think you kind of have to put what you're doing out there so people know. And maybe you know some other guys, some other white guys are like, oh, maybe we should uh, add a little something to the to the black people struggle. I, yeah, I think so. Maybe, you know, it is embarrassing posting these videos. I remember Gal Gadot and a bunch of other douchebags did something when Corona started saying, we're all in this together, guys. No, we're not. I don't have six fucking swimming pools at my house like you do. How are we in this together? There's so many things that they are so disconnected from the reality. Now, with these police killings in America, obviously you said there's a stereotype. Stereotype of, of, of oh, the black man naturally is a no good gangster, whatever. You know, the Rashad Brooks video is so painful to watch because at the beginning of the video, he was actually having conversations with the police saying he fell asleep in his car because he had a few drinks. So what you do in that situation is not maybe even arrest the guy. You see he's being polite. You see he's being honest. Call a taxi for the guy. He said his sister doesn't stay far from where he's at at Wendy's. Call, ask him for his sister's number. Call, call her. Tell her to come get him. So many other ways that thing could have played out. Ended up with this guy being killed with two bullets in the back. And, you know, that's a bunch of fatherless kids all over again, just after George Floyd happened a few weeks before that. So it's a problem rotten from the bottom up. I hear what you're saying about black people, but guess what? There's been a black president. There's been a black attorney general, ETC. I know they can't do everything and it has to be something passed from government to government because it's a serious problem that's going to take years to fix. My thing is we have black people that are coons as well. They just pander to the white people. They don't really care so much because they got out the system that's against black people. Now they don't care. They don't see the struggle, ETC. We need actual people that are already voices right now. And, you know, hopefully they can be political voices. They're voices that can get in and change the system. The laws need to change. You need to make the system chokehold racism that someone cannot even afford to be racist. That people cannot afford to go on video and say racist stuff and not care about the consequences. The system needs to be absolutely zero tolerance for racism. And I hope these protests are not in vain. I hope something comes out of it. My fear is it's been hijacked. It's been turned into a joke. Starbucks are saying, we don't want people wearing Black Lives Matter. All of a sudden, oh, we want. Also, we're going to print shirts too. Yay. I think, you it's, know, my, it's, you know my it's becoming a joke. I feel like, you know, as black people and as young people, as people that are, you know, going to be in positions of power, yeah. uh, you know, we must constantly, constantly, understand the fact that you know we need to be able to have proper dialogue 
we need to be able to do away with council, burn it down. Mm. Um, if you're not seeing things from my perspective or anything, you're. I mean, the, what, um, what they've done to what's his Beast Moon recently? Yeah, not a bunch even of people Beast that, Moan, even J. Cole. Yeah, people like, just, you know, you know okay, like, I don't agree with A, more, I agree it's with B. More it's, because it's weird and it's funny how you can have brilliant education and you're thinking from one dimension. It's yeah. weird, you know, to me. So I think the human mind has a capacity to constantly see things from, um, you know, a plethora of angles. So mm. I feel like if we want to make progress, we must be able to sit down and look at issues from Dialogue. different angles. And okay, let's see, uh, let's see what you're passionate about. Let's see what you don't think can work. Let's let's find a way to make it work, because we've been talking about the same thing for close to 400 years. In the end, I think we all want the same thing. Yeah, that, that's the goal. Yeah. that's the bigger picture. Then we shouldn't really have. Yeah. Then also at the same time, you know, um, we need to also not lose sight of. Um, I don't drive to the mainland in my own country. Ah, well, it's no. not because I want to act. Oh, I want to act bougie or something. But, <laughs> you kind of are. No, no, no. But, <laughs> yeah. um, I've had, I'd, I've had experiences that scarred me for you know for a while because yeah. I get down. Um, I used to, I used to, do, I used to do my masters at the University of Lagos. So as soon as I get down, I did come there, you know, trying to head down to school yeah, or whatever. Place. You know, like like they're aggressive and you know park and there's you, so I like anytime I'm going to the mainland I always will get a cab I always will get a cab because mm. I'm like I'm not about to go to the station you know it, it could turn it could turn something else mm. so we also need to figure out we also need to look at the way the police treat citizens in Nigeria as well the way the justice system doesn't work for everybody the way it seems like law and order is for is for sale to the highest bidder as well because we are also we are just focusing on things America has a system that's working America has institutions in place you know over 200 years so in Nigeria you know at the same time we need to also let our voices be heard as regards the same things that are happening in society I'm not if going to the police is even too far I'm talking about you know estates um, you know associations oppressing people that live in their estates it just seems like everybody here just wants a power grab to be able to press the neck of the next guy and it's crazy it's weird and it just seems like we're living in this very um, vast animal farm to be honest <laughs> it's crazy it's, it's hilarious. like wait, wait where do you want to start with yeah, the problems in police in Nigeria <sighs> and security in general it's it's a disgrace I know. to, to I know. realize that yeah. if you don't know people or you're not a certain class, you cannot get like law. That you get to the you police know. station and yeah. be like, ah, oh, well, mobilization, yeah. you know. So it's it's crazy. Yeah, you know? they, are, they they rob you. Hey, <laughs> we what do we now do? Sorry, now <laughs> you know, like they, what my my thing is, it has to. It, it, it's also rotten from the ground up as well. Like with the police, the recruiting, like what do everything, these guys do? Even, everything. Like these guys just, some, just yeah. some bad shit as well. Though. Yeah, I know. You know. Some of them resort to alcoholism just to get over the demons they see in terms of maybe they've been in gun battles and maybe someone see, died. Like, like I just what, feel what's like, done for psychology yeah, wise? Yeah, what's yeah, been done for this guy? That's why I keep saying that you know we can't constantly just look at issues from just one dimension system, at the same time. System because is um um I've been to a police barrack before and it was a two bedroom and I think I was I think I just lost my I something something just died inside me that day mm. so it was um, it, there were two families that were living in that two bedroom so it was one family to one bedroom mm. so that's one family four kids one bedroom another family four kids one bedroom then there are eight people they crammed up in one tiny apartment then um, the apartment gets too small for people to sleep in then the wives most times they really don't have anything that they're doing uh, they're just like doing like low skill jobs then you have some of the kids you know sleeping in the shops or anything so when you have a policeman that lives in that kind of condition like where's the mental ability 
to be able to perform on the job. Mm. Do you get, he is on the road, uh, you know, he has to pay for his uniforms. Uh, you understand, he has on his mind, he has fees to pay. You get, he has a family to look after. So he has to survive. He has to survive. But we would never look at what the circumstances are that surround these people that are putting their lives at risk for each and every one of us every day uh, during the lockdown or anything you know driving home you see them day in day out uh, you know they're sleeping in their patrol vehicles we don't even know if they're giving hazard allowances we don't know if they're even being properly fed we don't even know if they're even allowed to even take a proper bath or to even resume the next day sometimes there are some that will even beg you and say oh do you have an extra face mask so you could give, give to them these I, are people I, true story so, Two days Man, ago, it's, it's one, crazy. One begged me to give him my sanitizer that yeah. I had in the car. So it's so beside me. He said, Okay, make I hold this one weird state, it may smell like this. Yeah. Stuff. So those I are the things. Because that... I'm like, fine, you should have it anyway. You should but, have it anyway. But so the fact that, you know, they it's terrible it's, so we can't keep looking at things from oh he's aggressive he's asking yeah. us for money or anything we need to actually look at okay why is there a system that doesn't even give value to this guy's life mm-hmm. why is there a system that can't even pay this guy enough for him to be t- to be able to take care of his immediate responsibilities mm-hmm. so those are the things so most times when we are tackling these issues we mostly will talk from a place of our own privilege a place of okay uh, you have a great job you have a nice car you know your salaries are, are, are not being owed or anything you can be able to, you know, travel a couple times. You can do a bunch of things or anything. Uh, these are guys that are living hand to mouth and they're having to deal with, having to deal with the craziness of protecting lives and property. Mm. So I, like a whole lot use, it needs to change. And like I say, I say this every time, uh, the only the easiest and the quickest way to actually change a system is to change it from inside. From inside. Yeah. I agree. All right, let's uh, quickly touch on COVID-19. Something yeah. very interesting Donald Trump said. He said, <laughs> you know, if we stop testing, then the, the numbers will go numbers down. Will go down. Actually, Obviously. You know what? We need to play the clip. So, Faithy, yeah. thank you. <laughs> Again, our testing is so far advanced it's so much bigger and better than any other country that we're going to have more cases we're always going to have more cases and as i said this morning that's probably the downside of having good testing is you find a lot of cases that other countries who don't even test don't have if you don't test you don't have any cases if we stop testing right now we'd have very few cases if any but we do we're at a level that mike is going to talk about that's so high but uh, we will show more more cases when other countries have far more cases than we do. They just don't talk about it. But the testing, on the other hand, is very good because we find out where it's going, how it's going, who it's going to, and we take care of it. That is the most... I don't know, like, with Trump, eh, where do you start, really? Because this guy once suggested people inject themselves with disinfectants, yeah. and it was so embarrassing that disinfecting companies have to come out and say, please don't drink bleach. <laughs> it's a disgrace what's going on. How this guy is the president, I still don't know. It's yeah. almost like a parody at this point. Also, with the unrest in America, he's not even doing anything, anything. to try yeah, to, to, to reach out to the... Because, you know, he, he's been tweeting about the silent majority for a minute right now, uh, because he feels like he still has his base, so one way or the other, he will get carried over the line. Racism is unbelievable, because yeah, when a bunch of white people stormed the state house, strapped like yeah, he said you know the government the government should come out and actually you know talk was like was like and they, make a deal. They have a right to go out there and pr- protest. They got to do what they got to do. Okay, fine, that makes sense <laughs> yeah. because they're white people. Yeah, and they have the right to protest for haircuts. Yeah, going. I want to go cut my hair. That's what they were angry about. Though. Yeah, then black people are protesting. They're thugs. We're gonna Antifa. call in the National Guard. Are we're they gonna Antifa? Look it up. Antifa, Antifa is a terrorist organization. <laughs> and we're gonna st- so he says these things, yeah. and 
it's so clear that it's like black and white. Like, oh, white people can storm places yeah. with guns. Yeah, they're not even touched by police. So I think, I think you know, America has, America has, you know, found a way to mask the racism and. You know, um, the 2016 elections just gave them a platform to yeah. be able to just absolutely yeah, come out. out you know, I think yeah. I think if anything, the COVID thing has really showed America's ass. Yeah, to the like, world, but, yeah. the racism. I think and it's 100 and 117,000 deaths. Yeah, the serious right lack of leadership. Yeah. If the president is saying if we stop testing, then the cases <laughs> go down. I think what killed me was uh, the hydroxychloroquine because um, the FDA has come to say they're stopping trials and everything. Then he this came. Man. Then he came and said, I think he was having a cabinet, cabinet meeting and. Everything. He was like, uh, you know, uh, they're drugsy. Hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> I take it. I take it. It's fantastic. Uh, like, they got, they got do you realize that drug is for people that are actually suffering from <laughs> malaria? Not that it's used also, as protection. He used to treat lupus and uh, arthritis at the same time. Then why are you taking it, bro? Why? And then he, I, I think there was some dumb white guy, has to be a Trump supporter for sure, yeah. went on and drank some disinfecting substance that had a chloroquine in it. I think he died or almost died, one of the two. Wow. Probably died. Yeah. The Adroxy. So, uh, but in Nigeria, I think, um, you know, at the beginning, we saw, you know, people saying, oh, the government should have closed the, bo- uh, the borders on time and blah, blah, blah. You know, we all we all stayed home. I think we now got tired of staying home. And right now, we're just winging it. And, um, you know, I've known a couple of people that have passed from COVID. And I think it's now becoming, it's, it's staring us in the face right now. It is staring uh, We have us isolation centers being, you know, running out of beds. And people, if you have COVID, yeah, you're advised to stay home and just self-isolate at the same time. So, I think, I think it's not the time to be complacent. I think it's time to constantly still you know do everything that you're supposed to do uh, practice social distancing wear your mask and try as much as possible to just reduce human contact as much as you can uh, because um, you never because uh, the virus has it, it, someone might catch it and you know might have little or no you know symptoms and you would just pass and you might have it and you might end up you know in uh, you know in the ICU or something so I yeah. just feel like you know um, pending when a vaccine is found or when we have a course of treatment to this thing we should constantly constantly uh, still do everything that we're supposed to do wash our hands and if you notice anybody with um, what's it called right now uh, with any symptoms of COVID-19 please call the NCDC uh, so you can you know just get you, you can get tested and kudos to the NCDC I won't lie um, they have been on top of it um, I think that's what strong leadership is about. When yeah, you on, have, that, on that front, I think yeah, they, when you they've have, done well. Yeah, when you have people yeah. that actually know what they're doing, leading uh, you know, an organization like this. So kudos to the DG and everybody that works for the NCDC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could remember at the beginning when we kept complaining about testing or anything. Then after a while, we stopped talking about testings because I, I knew that they were eventually going to scale it, scale it up. And I kept saying the same thing, that you can't pick people and randomly just test them. You, you come here. Only, you can only test people that are showing symptoms of COVID-19 or people that willingly come forward to get tested you know my fear yeah Nigerians believe everything is malaria yeah no, now I, I saw now one cough like that. Yeah, I don't think my stomach. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I saw that's you go run out now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw. I think what killed me was I saw. Um, I saw people tweeting that you know there's a new strain of malaria that they can't smell. What the taste. hell is a new strain I'm of like, malaria? What the fuck is your problem? You fucking have COVID. And she said, Oh, I took tea, and right now I've gotten my taste back. So you went out in Lagos or wherever fucking state you live in, infecting people. These people that are linking up for Max. Well, that's, that's the one that I don't understand. Yeah. I know it's. See, I'm not Naxxis. 
Like three months. Kind of like it's hard, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard out here. And yeah. here's my thing with it because, I mean, if it's a babe, you're a babe, you know, your yeah. girlfriend. You yeah. know? I mean, that's yeah, all well and good. But random link ups right now. Yeah. Random subs. Bro, I'm that's a babe like this with a cop. She bring masks, Shah, so not see. She bring masks. What does that even mean? I know. I think, I think you know, I think the, we had an explosion of cases, or we should have an explosion of cases when they finally relaxed the lockdown. That's that Monday. Ah. You see that, Beda area? <laughs> Them niggas have a whole lot of sex, bro. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Every time they arrest people, I think it's strip club recently. Yeah. Well, it better, it better strip club. What, what exactly is going on? What are you guys doing? Why? It's about fans, me. It's about fans. Salam dance one fifty. Oh, oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness. So, yeah. So look, please, please, I beg. Let's let's, let's take safe, it seriously, man. Please, because let's, um, let's look, I wanna I wanna go and have fun like the next guy. I but swear this out. is a responsibility thing at this point. Even if you don't care for yourselves, your parents, you know, whatever people around. Yeah, you people that have to, underlying yeah. medical issues. And you know the thing: a lot of Nigerians you don't wing, even know wing things. Yeah, people. Yeah. A lot of people don't. They can't. They've probably never done HIV testing. Yeah, I know. Or hepatitis. Yeah, and they, they pay, so, mm. they pay me. Mm. I just suspect in a stomach pain. Mm. I'll drink a go. Yeah, I go run a go. Now, 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 Seriously. Yeah. So as we round up, what are you? Um, knowing that theaters everywhere are closed right now. So what are you watching? I stumbled on F's for Family. You should check it out. It's on Netflix. Funny Netflix. enough, funny enough. Yeah, a friend of mine told me the same Bill thing. Bill Burr. And I like the fact that I've not started. So I have yeah. like loads. Of yeah, to yeah. Catch so it's up Bill Burr. He's a comedian. So um, one thing that is, uh, one thing that makes it stand out from uh, the likes of Family Guy and American Dad is that it's very realistic. So it's like a typical, like you can almost relate to the things that they talk about. It's the things that you see in everyday families. Yeah. Yeah. So along with the uh, you know the craziness and everything so it's really nice yeah. then um, you know I did I saw what else again um, what else did I watch um, I'm watching Queen of the South now well that's the telenovela thing eh? yeah but they said they decided as a telenovela then they picked it up and just remade it and but it's really it's really uh, dark like yeah you saw Knuckles this is Knuckles on like steroids man yeah <laughs> that yeah. must be fucking so, dangerous so yeah so um, it's not, I've, I started watching Queen of the South as well um, I, you know I've, I've watched almost what else was I watching I finished Insecure yeah yeah that's yeah that was yeah uh, that yeah. one I'm trying to get on I'm yeah. yet to watch yeah. one episode uh, but F was family definitely that was recommended mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. me I saw um, Extraction I kind of liked new it new season of Rick and Morty season okay, 4 okay. show is just weird as hell and funny <laughs> Uh, then I am about to start watching, I think, The Kingdom or something. I think someone recommended that as well. So those are a few things. I'm not really big on these shows because I always try and watch just one at a time so I can fully concentrate. I don't like juggling too many shows. Mm-hmm. But documentaries, uh, the Jeffrey Ipstein, uh, what's, what's his name? Ipstein, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one is on there. I don't think I can watch anything that disturbing. Uh, the, if you've not seen The Last Dance, Michael Jordan's documentary on the Chicago Bulls, you need to. It's on Netflix. It's really great stuff. Even if you don't care for sports, I think there are life lessons in there. There's just so many things in terms of leadership and a guy that was determined to win at all costs, even though he kind of took it to the extreme. <laughs> but, you know, just that drive that someone can have, it, it's really inspiring. So you can check that out as well. All right. Uh, anything you want to add? We'll see. No, nah, no. Nah. So um, please keep being safe out there. Uh, if you are linking up for Nax, I don't know, man. That's stupid. Boys want test new Agbo. Yeah. Oh, me and me a battle. <laughs> Did you ever see that Charles Okocha uh, thing? Oh, my goodness. Was it actually oh, me having me sex? I think they were actually brapping on it. Yeah. Because the girl had the, the 
tower said, Oh, baby, my pussy. And, my pussy. and the, the thing was like, I saw a bare ass. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> After zooming, I was like, Come over. I didn't see the bubble. I saw, I saw ass, dog. <laughs> so were, I think they were. Oh, me, what is it? Oh, me, make babble. Oh, me, make babble. It's going to boost your sexual libido. I'm like, Yeah, it's sexual. My own pussy. Do those things work? It's just natural herbs. Herbs, anyway, just clear like the sugar out of your system. They kind of yeah. do that anyway. Yeah. But they've packaged it. And you know how these girls are selling all this attraction panda? Yeah. But here's the thing. It's a scam. Yeah. Most of it, Sha. Yeah. Because if it doesn't work, who are you going to report to? Will you come on Twitter and say, that's why I bought that attraction oh, panda set. And <laughs> you didn't even catch the guy. <laughs> well done. Okay. Then the Omi Omi bad one. I bought it. Baba, poor after like 30 seconds. <laughs> like, poor. You're not going to tell anybody about it. So nah. you just keep, you know, that's, like, that's a nice way to make some money. Yeah. But we should actually just check it out though. Maybe just, you know. You are on up. Well. You're the one in the relationship. I mean, I, I'm, 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 I'm here just on my single stuff. Yeah, yeah. They're in the streets, that's motherfucker. Right. <laughs> Baby, I'm coming out to quickly drink water. Just go. Oh, me, me, bad. You're about to get this dick today. <laughs> Baby, there's something so different tonight. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there. Yeah, Let's so. see, Insta block. Swipe for more pics. This is why I'm a girlfriend. We tell me, me, bad. Oh, me, me, bad. All right, that's what's done. Uh, we'll be back next week. Soon. Follow us yeah, so on we'll yeah, uh, Twitter okay. at Off the Radio Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll try to put out a few more things. Again, apologies for the delay. Yep. Um, OC is going to be here next yep. time for yep. sure. Sure. And uh, yeah, that's it. Um, don't forget to stay safe, like OC said. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, wash your hands and everything. Please stay alive. It's real. Stand, names are starting to sound familiar with these deaths now. It's not like it's just random numbers. We're hearing some popular names as well. So, you know, there's no need to doubt this. It's reality. It's not some scheme from the government to steal your money. You really need to do your part and stay safe. All right, that's off the radio. We'll be back very soon. Oh, me make battle. Oh, me make battle. We said you leave it for life, my nigga. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you for listening to Off the Radio podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Off the Radio Pod.